0: I'm
1: coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler.
2: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: And we're here to help you get your home improvement project done. So pick up the phone and call us and let's get started. The number is 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Whether you're a DIY or you're a get a guy kind of a person, (laughs) do it yourself or not, call us. We will help you take the first step. 888-666-3974. And it's my favorite time of the year. It's fall. And that means it's also fall fix-up time. And you do a lot of things this time of year, one of which is stowing away your lawnmower for the season, right? Well, yes. But before you do that, you've got a few things to do to make sure your lawn is ready for those cooler months ahead. And we're going to tell you what steps you'll need to take to make sure it's good to go for spring.
2: And also ahead, do you love the look of wood trim, but you don't like it turning into a buffet lunch for every wood-loving bug in the country? Well, we're going to tell you about a solution that looks just like wood, but isn't.
1: And now that the fall fix-up season has officially begun, we've got some 30-minute maintenance projects that you can tackle to help make sure your home is set for the season or for the return of next summer. And on that topic, we're going to have some tips later on how you can clean and maintain the fans in your house so they're ready for storage and good to go to help keep you cool once again next summer.
2: And also ahead this hour, if you've been battling summer bugs all season, well, now that we're in these autumn months, it is. T- time to get even. One lucky caller this hour is going to get a great way to fight bugs. Actually, several ways. We're giving away $50 worth of RAID and off products, including a RAID Max bug barrier.
1: So give us a call right now with your home improvement question. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Let's get to it. Leslie, who's first?
2: Shannon in North Carolina is on the line and needs help with a bathroom vent switch. What's going on?
1: The problem is I turned the
3: switch on to it Sometimes it comes on, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I turn the switch on. It briefly takes between two to three minutes, and it'll come on after that.
1: Now, Shannon, is this powering an exhaust fan? Yes, it is. So I think probably the exhaust fan is starting to wear out. It sounds to me like the motor for the fan is perhaps dirty, or the bearing is a little worn, and it takes a while for it to kind of get going. And that's a very kind of common symptom of a motor that's run, that's wearing out. Hell, is this an old bath fan?
3: Yes, yeah, about eighteen years old.
1: Yeah, man, time to replace it. Don't last forever.
3: <laughs> yeah, no.
1: Uh, you know, it's very simple. Does this bath fan have a uh, have a light that's built into it as well? Uh, no, sir. All right. Well, when you pull the uh, the cover off the fan, sometimes you'll see that the fan is actually plugged into the side of the housing. And so you could plug like a light into the side of that housing, unplug the fan, and then go to the light switch and turn it on. I'm sorry, the bath fan switch turn on off, on off. You'll probably see the power come on and off like normally, as evidenced by the light bulb that you just plugged in for testing purposes. And again, that just means that the power is fine. It's not a problem with the switch. It's the fan. And if you're getting that kind of uh, resistance out of it, I just replaced the fan. They're not very expensive. And the good thing is that even though it's an 18-year-old Bathroom exhaust fan. The sizes are pretty standard, so chances are you'll be able to replace that without a lot of trouble. Okay, sounds common and easy. Yep, pretty straightforward. Shannon, thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit.
2: Now we've got Allison, Michigan, on the line who's dealing with mold in the shower. Tell us where you're seeing it.
4: Hi, I am having issues to where my caulk keeps having black mold come through. I strip it, I redo it, and the mold just keeps returning. What can I do to stop that?
1: Um, a couple of things. You're talking about the sh- just the shower or the shower tub kind of a thing.
4: It's the walls are separate from the actual tub, so I've got okay. the caulk that um, attaches them, and I will strip it. I put bleach on it, and then I put um, new caulk down, but it just keeps coming through.
1: Have you tried DAP? caulk. And the reason I bring that up is they have a kitchen and bath caulk that's treated with an additive called microband. And microband absolutely positively will not grow mold or algae in it.
2: Um, I don't think I've tried that.
1: You might want to give that a try. And the other thing that I would do is, and I know you've been through this all before, but remember to pull out all the old caulk. You can use a, a caulk softener, which is kind of like a paint stripper for caulk to pull that out you want to wipe that down and spray with a bleach and water solution in a spray bottle up into that gap so that we make sure we get up in there and kill any algae spores or mold spores that are left behind. Now, this is on a tub? Uh, Yes. Okay, so next thing you do is fill the tub with water all the way up. And while the tub is full, caulk the seam between the walls and, and the tub. And then after the caulk dries, let the water out. That lets the tub sort of come back up and compress the caulk and help seal it better so that moisture won't get behind it and it won't sort of tear out again. Oh, okay. And then finally, make sure you use the caulk that I suggested with the moldicide. And there there are others, but I just happen to have good experience with that particular one. It's DAP, kitchen and bath caulk with microband. That's the additive.
2: Oh, perfect. Okay, well, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Now, you can pick up the phone and give us a call. We're here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can email us your questions. We want to help you with all of those fall fix-ups. This is the perfect time of year to get those projects done. So give us a call at 888 money pit
1: 888 888-666-3974. Up next, now is the time of year to make sure your lawn will survive the cooler temperatures ahead and be around for next season. We'll tell you how to get it ready after this. Pit.
5: The Money Pit is brought to you by Roxul, manufacturer of fire-resistant, water-repellent and sound-absorbent home insulation products. Keep your home efficient and comfortable this winter and all year long with Roxul Comfort Bat and Roxul Safe and Sound Insulations. www.diywithroxul.com Roxul, that's R-O-X-U-L
1: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
2: And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 888 Money Pit. One caller this hour is going to get a great prize, actually, perfect for this time of year. We're giving away a useful prize. It's $50 worth of raid and off products, which will fight all kinds of bugs. And the package includes several products, such as raid ant gel and roach killer. Because you guys know it starts to get colder outside and all of those unwanted buddies try to find their way into the house. So let's keep them out. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT for your chance to win.
1: Yes, regrettably, insects do also enjoy central heating systems.
2: Ugh, why? Can't they just stay outside?
1: 888-666-3974.
2: Now we've got Claude in Georgia on the line who's dealing with some unwanted visitors. You've got moles in the yard. Tell us about them.
3: These moles are tearing up my yard. <laughs> I haven't found anything that can stop them.
1: Well, we can stop them for you, Claude. Okay. Here's what you need to do. First of all, you need to realize why they're there, and they're there because they're hungry. And what they're hungry for are the insects that are in your lawn, most specifically grubs. Grubs are like a delicacy to moles, and they love to eat them. So if you treat your lawn with a grub product to control the grubs, then they will completely go away. So the solution here, Claude, is for you to use grub control. That's going to eliminate the grubs in the grass. And if you eliminate the grubs, you'll eliminate the mold. Well, you won't totally eliminate them. They'll just go to your neighbors and chew on their lawns for a while. Okay. Bear Advanced is a manufacturer that we recommend. And they have a season-long grub control product that's also a turf revitalizer. So you might want to take a look at that product apply it to your lawn, follow the label directions, get rid of the grubs, and the moles will follow by leaving your property and, and trying to find other places to eat. I know that can be a very annoying problem and they really can tear up a lawn, but if you get rid of the insects, you'll get rid of the moles. Okay. Okay.
3: you recommend recommending Bear Advance?
1: Bear Advance Grub Control.
3: All right. I'll get out there tomorrow right. and buy some and try it.
1: <laughs> All right. Give it a shot. I'm sure it'll work well for you. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
2: Now we've got lucky lady Nancy, who lives in Hawaii, the greatest place in the world, who needs help waterproofing a lanai. Welcome, Nancy. Hi, aloha. 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 How can we help you? Well,
4: we, we have a walk around lanai on our home that um, gets water on it when it rains. And the floor is in slopes, so it's standing water. And so we're trying to figure out a way not only to help make a slope, but something that's a waterproof floor that we can put on there to uh, prevent our wet
1: lanai. So what's the lanai made out of now? What's the floor now? Is it concrete? It, it's,
4: it's plywood with uh, waterproof paint.
1: Okay. So if you want something that's really super durable on that floor and you want it to be completely waterproof, I would recommend fiberglass. We very often use fiberglass when we build waterproof decks, like for example, that might be on a second floor where there's living space below. It's kind of like hand crafting the hull of a boat, you know, across that deck surface, because you make it very much the same way. You put in fiberglass and resin in varying layers and. The pros will just make it so it's almost like one complete piece, and then it can have an abrasive finish on it so that nobody slips or anything like that. So that's Uh a really super durable way to create a deck that you can walk on, push furniture around on, and not have to worry about it breaking through or ever leaking.
4: And then there's a There's a way to
1: make it slope. Right. So, what you would do before you did the fiberglass is you would probably put a second layer of plywood over there and you would build it up using what's called sleepers, which are sort of like long shims to kind of create the pitch first. And then, once you had the pitch established with the wood, you would cover it with fiberglass. And that would actually go up under a bit of the siding where it attaches to the house so that it gives you a complete waterproof seal.
4: What a great idea. Thank you so much for your help.
1: You're welcome, Nancy. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit. Well, you know the best part of fall and winter for many homeowners? It's not having to mow your grass. But before you get too excited about that, there are a few things that you should be doing right now to take care of your lawn. First, to keep that grass healthy and help it withstand the matting from all of those fallen leaves, make sure you prepare your lawn by gradually lowering the cutting blades on your mower to two inches. Don't do it all at once. Just a little bit at a time is the trick.
2: That's right. You want to adjust each time you mow until you actually reach that two inch height. So start planning out now how many more times you're going to mow and then divvy it up and you know start going in those increments. Because if you actually cut the grass any shorter than this, you're going to end up damaging the roots. And then that's going to loosen your grass's grip on the soil. And then the next thing you know, you're going to end up with just a pile of dirt in your yard. And once these cooler temperatures sort of sit in, you can't really do anything about it. You know, to fix it. So start slowly, but start doing that now. Now, next, you want to remember to store your gas powered mowers empty. Any gas that you've got left over, it's not going to be good next year anyway. So really, the best approach is to add a fuel stabilizer to the gas and then run that mower until it's completely out of gas. This way, that little bit of leftover fuel that remains inside the engine will not gunk up and make that mower really difficult to start up next year.
1: Now, this is also a good time of year to tune up your mower if you've not done that, including giving all moving parts lubrication as well as cleaning and sharpening the mower blades. If you can't do it yourself very worthwhile taking it to a mower shop to make sure that it's good to go. There's nothing worse come spring than pulling on that crank handle and just throwing your shoulder out because the mower won't turn over. Get it ready now. It'll be good to go when the grass comes back in the spring.
2: All right. Next up, we're going to talk about cracks in driveways with Todd in North Dakota. What can we do for you today?
4: Yes. Uh, I was wondering if there's something that I could put on the my concrete driveway because I have hairline cracks all over in their driveway, and it's not that old?
1: Yes. Um, there is a product that's available from QuickCrete. It's simply called Concrete Repair, and it's a sanded acrylic latex formula. So it's called sanded because it has this sort of texture to it. Mm-hmm. So it like, looks concrete Yeah, concretey. yeah. And hey, there's another word you made up, Leslie. I know. You yeah. <laughs> know,
2: it's my money pit isn't.
1: Exactly. So it's very easy to apply it because it comes in a caulking tube. There's either a... It also comes a, in a
2: squeezy tube. So do yeah, whichever way you feel tube more tube. comfortable.
1: Yep. And you can go through and seal all those cracks. And and that's a good thing to do because if you leave them exposed, water tends to soak into them and then it can freeze and expand those cracks even further. So I would look for the concrete repair product that comes in the caulk tube. It's available from Quickcrete. Very easy to do.
4: And it, there's, they're pretty small like hairline cracks would they would you get that stuff that into the cracks are
1: yeah it's it's a caulk tube and so what you want to do is you cut a very small opening at the end of the tube and then you could press it right up against the crack and squeeze it in
4: how about if i could you take you know you see advertised some on these uh you can paint your floors and stuff with that seal them up too or
1: it's not designed for that why don't you use the product that is specifically designed to fill cracks with?
2: And also, do you want to paint your driveway? No, no, I don't.
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> okay, well, thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
2: Now we've got David in Florida on the line who's looking to clean a roof. How can we help you?
3: Well, um, actually, life was wonderful, and then we moved to Florida where there are too many homeowners' associations.
1: <laughs> okay. I guess you've been cited for something, huh, David?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. It- more than one thing, but, you know, one <laughs> of the things that is always annoying, not to mention the extent, is the issue of washing the mold, fungus, and or whatever off of the roof, which okay. in this particular is a concrete roll tile roof and so on and so forth. And it seems that all when you call the roofing manufacturers, they're all recommending that you don't do anything. Once the roof is installed, you don't walk on it, you know. Look at it, don't paint it, just leave it alone. and if
2: you paint it, you can only paint it this color. Don't even think about this other color or because we're on you.
3: What is the deal about that? should roof and does it depend upon the type of roof encoding like if you go to composite versus concrete shingle or actual plate tiles, um, should those be pressure washed or not?
1: great question uh, will pressure washing a roof damage it? The answer is yes if you are too aggressive with it. It's okay to rinse your roof off. It's not okay to sort of blast uh, this uh, algae off. I would suggest that you uh, go to wetandforget.com and take a look at this product. This product, once you apply it to the roof, it will start to degrade that algae and clean the roof on its own. There's a lot of photos uh, on the site too of before and after roofs uh, that have done very well with uh, just putting wet and forget on it. Literally, you wet it down, you forget it, walk away, and then, you know, in the next couple of weeks, you're going to start see that algae just sort of die and fall off and not come back.
3: Wow, that is really good because, you know, there have been a number of people that you know, obviously, to do the pressure washing with their 4,000 PSI rotating, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Well, and they try to sell that to you, right? It's, it's kind of like, well, if, if this guy's only got a 2,000 PSI machine, we've got a 4,000 PSI machine. The thing is, it's, a, it's not, you know, how much muscle that you have. It's, it's the finesse. It's the touch. It's using chemistry to your uh, advantage. And that's why uh, you want to uh, use a product like Wet and Forget. And you may find that you'll use it on your sidewalks and on your siding, too. Listen, go buy enough of this stuff to try it out. See what happens and let us know how you make out. But uh, I use it on my house. It's been great.
2: And give it some time. You're not going to see the results like the first day. You need like a couple of days a week. And I mean, you know, if you go to the website, you'll see that they used it on the, you know, Sydney Opera House, on an aquarium in Florida, you know, places that were just completely dealing with humidity and moisture and mold growth. And, you know, to be honest, cleaning those surfaces were a giant pain in the you-know-what. So they applied it for the heck of it, and it worked.
3: Oh, excellent, excellent. That sounds really good. Yeah, because the only other alternative, we had another competitor. Are, we used to put, um, you know, the good old sodium hypochlorite all over the roof, which did get the algae, unfortunately, it also gets the plants below
1: it. Yeah, right. Kills everything.
2: And that doesn't actually kill the mold and stop it from coming back. Yes, it gets rid of it, but, you know, the spores are still there, and they're going to grow back. All righty. Well, that sounds
3: excellent. Thank you so much. I will call you back. Thank you so
1: much. All right. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
2: You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Up next, natural wood, it adds beauty to any home. But you know what? It's also an invitation to bugs and rot. We're going to tell you about some synthetic options that are available now that look just like wood, but without any of the headaches that go along with it after this. On
4: the Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home.
5: It is brought to you by Anderson Windows, the number one brand of windows in America with over a century of making quality, energy-efficient windows. Now, Anderson makes replacing your old drafty windows easy with our Anderson 400 series double-hung replacement window
1: available at the Home Depot. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And
2: I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: Hey, has this ever happened to you, Leslie? You've left your house and wondered if it was safe while you were away? Oh, completely. Happens to all of us. Well, if you install a do-it-yourself security system from Swan, you can be protected. Swan Security is a brand new sponsor of the Money Pit, and they have do-it-yourself cameras, alarms, and monitoring systems that will protect your home and keep you connected 24-7, even with apps that run on your smartphone or tablet. Very high-tech stuff.
2: Yeah, and it's really cool. And right now, you can enter to win one of five complete home security systems in Swan's Get Connected, Be Protected sweepstakes. You enter today at swan.com, and that's swan, S-W-A-N-N.com.
1: And these systems are fantastic. In fact, each week they're giving away uh, a $1,000 system. So five $1,000 systems going out. And then there's a grand prize, which is a $5,000 system that includes even an LCD TV and an iPad. Wow. It is a great promotion being run by our friends at swan.com. Swan Security. It's the Get Connected, Be Protected sweepstakes. So check it out right now. Go to swan.com and enter today. And if you share your entry with your good friends on Facebook, Facebook, you get bonus entries, which gives you even more chances to win. Again, that website is swann, com.
2: Anna, in Pennsylvania, you've got the money, but how can we help you today? Well, I hope
4: you can um, without involving me in too much work. <laughs> <Okay>.
1: <laughs> a tall order, but we're up for the challenge.
4: Uh, I have um, two long slats from a bunk bed set. Now, to use it as a bunk bed, um, you can't get rid of these. And I was thinking about throwing them out. And then when I looked at them, I thought, down the road, if somebody else would ever want these and use them as a bunk bed, I can't throw them out. But they're, okay. they've been outside, and they've been kind of sheltered, but they've been outside for a couple years, and they're rusted. They're metal. And so I wondered how I could clean the metal off, uh, the rust off them, so that, um, and treat them however uh, so that it could be used
1: again. Right. So very simple. What you're going to want to do is either wire brush and or sand the metal to get rid of all of that rust. Then wipe it down so it's nice and clean and dry. And then you're going to paint it with a rust-proofing primer like Rustoleum. If it's uh, fairly flat, you can brush it on. If it's got any kind of uh, detail to it, you can buy it in a spray can and just spray it on. It takes a couple of hours to dry the Rust-Oleum product, but it's worth it because it really does seal it in and protect it. Then after it dries, you can put a top coat on of the same color that the slat was before, just so it doesn't look like, uh, you know, it doesn't have that primer color to it.
4: Okay so I can get it in the color as a shade.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, any color you want. But the rust-proofing primer is kind of like a rust color. And so after that dries, then you can paint whatever you want.
4: Thank you for the advice, and um, I like your show an awful lot.
1: Thanks very much, Ambery Good luck with that project. Thanks for calling us at 888 Pit.
2: Well, if you've ever torn out a rotted piece of trim off the outside of your home, you know how difficult it can be to prevent just that from happening.
1: True. And in some ways, the rot process starts from the very moment it is installed. It's just a matter of time before it gets so bad that you have to replace it. But what if there was a material that looks, cuts, and paints just like wood, but it can never rot? Well, there is. It's called cellular PVC. There's a wide range of manufacturers that make it. And here to tell us all about that is Tom Silva, the General contractor for TV's This Old House. Welcome, Tommy. Thanks, guys. It's nice to be here. Now, we've had synthetic materials around for years, but what really seems to make this stuff stand out is that you can work it just like wood, correct?
0: Exactly. Same tools for using the PVC that you use when dealing with wood. Uh, it cuts easy. It planes. It sands. Uh, you can mold it. You can uh, turn it. I've even turned it on a lathe. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I've heated it and bent and made big arches out of it. So you can do all kinds of things with it. And most importantly, it doesn't rot. It doesn't rot. It's not organic. So it doesn't take on moisture. It doesn't take on an insect. They can't eat it. They don't like it.
1: <laughs> now, I've had an experience with insects. In fact, we had a carpenter bee problem at uh, at my garage. And we had the the bees where it attacked the fascia over and over again. i treat them every year. It'd fill the holes. And you know what stopped them? Replacing it with cellular PVC. Yeah. And it was funny because they would sort of like fly around it, go, looks like wood. Yeah. doesn't taste like <laughs> wood. I can't land on it. This stuff isn't any
0: good. I don't want to eat this. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it, it is great stuff. I mean, uh, it's waterproof, basically. Mm-hmm. So water can't get into it. Insects don't get into it. Um, it doesn't peel. It doesn't chip. Uh, You can paint it. You don't have to paint it. Uh, I don't recommend painting it with a real dark color. I wouldn't use black or a dark brown because it does expand and contract just like wood. But the difference is that it expands and tracks over length, not width. Oh, Oh,
1: interesting. So it'll stretch.
0: It'll stretch. So you want to make sure that when you put it on in the summertime, you allow for it to compress in the wintertime. So if you have a board that's going to go from point A to point B and it's like 18 feet long. You want to make that board 18 foot, one half an inch and force it into the opening because it will shrink down. Hmm. If you cut it to fit in there just nice in the the wintertime, you'll have a half an inch gap on one end or the other.
1: Interesting. Now, where are some of the places it makes the most sense to use PVC trim?
0: Well, I tell you, I'm using it more and more everywhere. It is a little more money. There is no question about it. Uh, But again, the working tools are the same. But I mean... Let's say around a garage door where the, the trim hits the concrete,
1: uh, window sills. Now, that's a good point because that is a spot that rots every <laughs> all single time. it's just an invitation for yeah. Rot. Right. Yeah, all the time. wood strikes the concrete, concrete's wet all the time, water gets drawn up, rot, carpenter ants, you name it. Yep, that's right. That's right.
0: So any place like a, like a, a threshold, uh, underneath the threshold of a door in, right. up against the house where uh, you may have a flashing detail under a sliding glass door where you're into the deck... Anywhere that water splashing off the house can run down. The list can go on and on and on. It's just a great uh, its a great product. You can screw it. You can glue it. It's If you scratch it, you can sand it, fill it, whatever you want to do. They have uh, epoxies that basically glue it together that are very, very strong.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, we're even seeing these synthetics in so many other places as far as, you know, decking and railings. Do you recommend those as well, especially if you're in a, you know, a moister climate?
0: Absolutely. Uh, I just renovated my house. and my house is eighteen forty-five, eighteen fifty, And uh, there isn't a piece of trim on my house that is now not PVC.
1: Wow. That's quite an endorsement.
0: I mean, I've made my railings. Uh, I have a curved stairway that enters into my house. It's a small stairway. And I actually bent... All the curves, all the risers, all the stringers, everything are solid PVC.
1: You want to spend the time repairing other people's houses, <laughs>
0: not your <own. laughs> Well, this is something that I had to do. It was long overdue.
1: <laughs> Tom Silva from TV's This Old House. Great advice. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. My pleasure.
2: All right. You can catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For your local listings and some great step-by-step videos on home improvement projects that you can tackle, visit thisoldhouse.com.
1: And This Old House and Ask This Old House are brought to you by Lumber Liquidators. Lumber Liquidators, hardwood floors for less. Up next, now that cooler temperatures are here, it's a good time to get your ceiling and room fans cleaned up and ready for storage for the off-season. It's a project that you can do in 30 minutes or less, and we'll tell you how after this. You
4: live in a body pit.
5: fit is presented by swan security enter swans get connected be protected sweepstakes today at swan.com and you could win one of five complete do-it-yourself home security systems including the top prize of a four camera security system ipad and plasma tv valued at over five thousand dollars enter today at swan.com that's s-w-a-n-n.com now here are tom and leslie
1: Where home solutions live. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
2: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: Give us a call right now. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. One caller this hour can look forward to a bug-free fall thanks to a great prize we're giving away from Raid and Off. We've got $50 worth of products including Raid, Max, Bug Barrier, and Ant and Roach Killer. So give us a call right now. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT.
2: Well, home maintenance doesn't always require a free weekend to get it done. Many projects that you could do could actually be done in as little as 30 minutes, and we have a whole host of those in our book, My Home, My Money Pit. Now, here's one. It's a great time to clean the fans in your house. For example, if you've had a long, hot summer, and we all have, and all of those extra showers washing off from the days at the beach, lake, or pool, you know your bathroom vent fan could probably benefit from a good cleaning. So this is how you do it. You want to make sure you turn off the power Then you remove the cover and wash that cover with dish soap. You also want to wipe the fan's blades clean with a damp rag.
1: Now, it's also a good time of year to clean the ceiling fan blades if you've got ceiling fans in your house. And if you do have those fans, also time to change the ceiling fan direction for winter use. There's something that folks mostly forget. There's a small reversing switch on the side of the motor. So in the summer, the fan should pull the cooler air up from the floor. And in the winter, they should push that warm rising air there down from the ceiling. And finally, before you do seal yourselves in for the cold weather ahead, clean your kitchen exhaust fan. Take out the filters. Most of the time, you could put those metal filters in your dishwasher, run them through a cycle. The charcoal filters, you should simply replace. You can wipe down the underside of that. Consider changing out the light bulb, and it'll be nice and clean and working well for the winter season ahead. If you want more tips on maintenance projects just like that that you can get done in 30 or less, head on over to our website. They're online at moneypit.com.
2: Next up, we've got Jim. Welcome to the Money Pit. How can we help you today?
3: Uh, yes, I'm uh, shopping for a new driveway. My okay. old one's cracked and really bad. And I, I was wondering what to look for as far as to know whether a guy's going to give me what I really need and a, something good that won't crack again very
1: well. What kind of driveway do you have now? Is it a concrete or asphalt driveway? It's Well, the key here is going to be the preparation of the base. I mean, that's where the rubber meets the road. If the concrete is not thick enough, it's not going to be strong enough. And if it's not strong enough, it's going to crack. So, what I would focus on is making sure that you get a quality contractor first. And how would I find a quality contractor? Well, I would thoroughly check the contractor's references. I would go online and check some of the review sites, take a look at Angie's List, for example. And and see if you can find somebody who's got a good reputation for doing good work in the area. And then once you've selected one or two guys that are good, then get their estimates and compare those to try to make an apples-to-apples comparison. Because there's a lot of ways to kind of cut corners when it comes to driveways. You know, one guy could put three inches of concrete down. Another guy could put six inches of concrete down. One guy could tamp the base really solid with equipment that's designed to do that. Another guy might just throw the mud down and drive off. So it really comes down to technique. And making sure it's it's applied correctly, and if it is you're going to have a concrete that can driveway that can last indefinitely
3: okay this one gentleman I was talking to about said the concrete he uses was uh, has fiber fiberglass in it
1: yeah well there's a way to put um, a different types of material in concrete that helps it resist cracking and that's just one of many elements that would go into a good driveway job okay because
3: do they still use mesh and and, and rebar and stuff oh, yeah. like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, they sure do. Okay, well, I, I really appreciate the help. All right, Jim, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
2: You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at MoneyPit.com. Up next, creepy crawlers and pests of all kinds. They do not take a break when fall arrives. I feel like they kind of go into overdrive, actually. <laughs> We're going to answer those questions. I'm getting rid of those unwanted guests. I mean, please, do any of us want these things in our house just ahead?
5: The Money Pit is brought to you by Anderson Windows. Replacing windows or patio doors is always a big decision. Lowering energy bills? Well, that's easy. And Anderson Windows, the number one brand of windows in America, with over a century of making quality, energy-efficient windows, makes replacing your old, drafty windows easy with a new 400 Series Tilt Wash Double Hung Replacement Window. Available at The Home Depot.
1: Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler.
2: And I'm Leslie Segretti.
1: Hey, are you uh, having a debate with yourself or your family about whether you should move or improve your Money Pit? Well, it's all based on costs and trade offs. If you check out my blog, On that topic, we'll give you some important financial considerations to make the right call. Just go to MoneyPit.com and search Move or Improve.
2: That's right. And while you're online, you can head on over to the community section. It is just a bustling with home improvers like yourselves out there who are posting questions and commenting on projects and bragging about what they're working on. And you can post your questions there and we will answer them. And I've got one here from Chris in Oklahoma who wrote, My neighbors just told me they found termites in their wood trim. Does this... Mean I'm more likely to get them. What should I do?
1: That's interesting. You know, a lot of folks think just because their neighbors have had a termite problem that it makes them more or less likely. I'd say you've always been just as likely. The fact <laughs> of the matter is that the termites were here first, okay, and it's one of Mother Nature's ways to get rid of dead wood. Now, the fact that they got up into the trim of this neighbor's house, I need to know a little bit more information, but I'm hoping because you're uh, writing from Oklahoma that we're talking about a subterranean termite here. They're a little easier to handle because they live in the soil and they come up into the house just to feed. So if they got the trim, they probably went through some studs or other structural members along the way. So as far as your neighbor's concerned, make sure that she or he gets a very good inspection to determine what the chances of damage are. But uh, the way you control termites is by treating the soil in and around the house. And you put it in essentially what's a chemical barrier. And the types of treatment products they use today are not detectable. So they're invisible to termites. They go through the chemical barriers. They get them on their, on themselves. Since there's kind of social insects, they go back to the nest. They talk to their friends. They pass this virus-like chemical around everybody, and it wipes out the nest. So it's very easy to get rid of them if you do this properly, and there's a number of products that this will will work with, uh, one of them is called Termidor, but you have to have it applied professionally. So I would say it's a good reason for you to get an inspection done, Chris, and based on that inspection, you can consider whether or not you want to have the house treated for a termite problem or preventatively treated uh, for a problem, but the termites are not going to fly from your neighbor's house to your house. There, they're already there. <laughs> is what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, you may have them and just not even know about it, but definitely it's worth getting it checked out. All right. Next up, we have a post from Jim in Tennessee who wrote, I have a problem with fruit flies in my kitchen. The minute any fruit comes in the house, they're on it before we can eat it. How do I get rid of them? Well, it could be a storage issue. If you're saying they're coming on the fruit right when you walk in the house, that kind of makes me think maybe you're just putting it on your counter. It could be warm and humid in your house. You definitely want to keep all fruit in the refrigerator or within some type of container. You know, like bananas I keep outside on that special hanging thing. I feel like that's okay. But any other piece of fruit I keep right in the fridge and that tends to, you know, not let those fruit flies get to it. But if you do happen to have them in your house, there's a great little trap you can make with apple cider vinegar and then you put some saran wrap on top and poke holes in it and they'll go in there but they can't come out. So put it in a dish, put it in a cup, and you know, any kind of fruit flies that you've got in there will be attracted to the scent of the apple cider vinegar and then not be able to escape. But really, storage is key. And if you're gonna throw away any fruit, don't put it in the regular trash. Don't put fruit juices in your regular trash. And if you have a garbage disposal, just make sure you keep it clean because any sort of biofilm that ends up you know, staying on the disposal itself will attract more. So it's really a storage and cleanliness issue. And I hope that helps you, Jim.
1: This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. Happy fall, everybody. Time to get outside while the weather is just perfect for all of those outside and some of those inside projects as well. If you've got questions, remember, you can reach us 24-7 by calling 888 888- money pit or by posting your question online in the community section of moneypit.com i'm tom kreitler
2: and i'm leslie segretti
1: remember you can do it yourself but you don't have to do it alone
3: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mckrispie sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day